Next, we're going to speak with Dr. Antonio Straffella, a professor of neurology and the Canada Research Chair at the University of Toronto and also the chair of the Neuroimaging Study Group for the Movement Disorder Society. He's going to speak to us today about all of the exciting things happening in the world of neuroimaging. Thank you very much for this opportunity to give you an, an overview of uh, the field of neuroimaging in uh, Parkinson and atypical Parkinsonisms. So uh, it is an exciting time for us. The reason why is uh, because we have uh, several molecular uh, radio tracers uh, that uh, are able to identify a number of uh, abnormalities associated uh, uh, with uh, various complications in Parkinson's disease. Uh, of course, one uh, radio tracer is not going to make a huge difference because uh, has to always be used in the context of the clinical progression and, uh, of course, uh, uh, also the clinical uh, features. And uh, as I always said in the past, probably there are a number of biomarkers that altogether will give you uh, an idea of the trajectory uh, where the patient is going to be in five, ten years. So it, there is not one ideal biomarker, but there is probably a number of radio tracers that uh, Together, they can give you a nice overview of the clinical uh, status of the patient. That's uh, our experience so far. As uh, the chair of the neuroimaging study group uh, here at the MDS, we have a, a very uh, large and enthusiastic group coming from uh, various sections of the MDS, North America, South America, Europe, and Asia. And uh, altogether, we are working uh, in order to uh, move forward the frontier of neuroimaging associated with uh, uh, our field. Yeah, it seems like almost all the time there's a new way that we can look at all of the proteins and various um, markers in the brain to get an idea diagnostically and in terms of how people are doing. Is there anything in particular that has been presented at this meeting that you find particularly compelling? Uh, yes, uh, I, I think uh, there are a number of uh, new observations and developments that uh, has been presented here at the conference. Uh, certainly uh, now one of the major hot topics are represented by uh, the tau imaging, where uh, is uh, actually the last frontier in our field. There are a number of uh, radio tracers that uh, are actually very good potential biomarkers for tau deposition and potentially for atypical Parkinsonisms. The reason why is because uh, in the past, uh, the first generation of these uh, uh, radio tracers were excellent for Alzheimer's disease, but for not AD pathologies like atypical Parkinsonism. So we're still uh, fighting to find a good biomarker, and I think we are on the right path at the moment. So the, the future seems to be quite bright uh, for us. And uh, again, uh, if I have to mention another important uh, evolution in the field is, for example, neuroinflammation. We have a very good now uh, biomarkers as well for imaging uh, microglioactivation and neuroinflammation in general, which I think is an important uh, mechanism as well in, the, in our field.
Yes. In our August podcast, I actually spoke with Dr. Ali about diagnosing PSP with more uh, sophisticated technology, including neuroimaging and how that's going to be particularly useful as we start coming up with treatment strategies for these types of things, uh, targeting tau and, and all of that. So this is certainly something that needs to happen. What do you think are the next steps in terms of neuroimaging in the field of movement disorders? Uh, yes. I mean, the, the most important uh, thing that we need to achieve is uh, to try to harmonize collection of data across different centers, which is probably the most difficult thing to do when you deal with uh, molecular imaging. So it is uh, reasonably easier to collect MRI data or fMRI data because uh, uh, the, the variability across different centers is uh, easy to control. But when it comes to molecular imaging, harmonization is very difficult. So this is one hour, the challenge of my study group, my uh, inner imaging. We are working together with different centers in order to collect data, but also uh, harmonize this data in a way that uh, we can eventually uh, pull the data together and come up with uh, nice samples for future studies. Are there any plans to put together something along the lines of the PPMI database that has information about atypical Parkinsonisms in addition to Parkinson's disease? Uh, yes, uh, we do uh, have uh, now this plan in the sense uh, our group uh, was funded by a grant in the European Union and uh, this project is led uh, by one of uh, col collaborators, investigators in the study group and uh, Thilo van Hameren. And so uh, we are now uh, using uh, those funding in order to collect uh, the data and try to uh, eventually create this platform centralized in Europe, in, uh, in Germany, at the University of Cologne. And uh, that will be uh, where all the data will be housed uh, and everybody will be able to assess this data, which will include, of course, uh, clinical and imaging information. And uh, it's not uh, exactly like the PMI because it will be, of course, much smaller uh, the size of uh, the group. But uh, uh, we are very focused uh, for this project on atypical Parkinsonism. So there is an attempt to now start working on this type of uh, atypical Parkinsonism because, uh, uh, of course, the, there is no match in the field and we need to advance the, the, the to, and we need to understand PSP, MSA, and all these atypical forms. Wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing all of this with us today and giving us a spotlight into the world of neuroimaging and movement disorders. We appreciate your time.